0: Hey there, friends and fellow warriors. So I was thinking about this topic today, and it's one that really resonated with me big time after all hell broke loose. And so by the title of this, I'm sure that you know I'm going to give you some inspiration and I'm going to encourage you that God doesn't have you mixed up with someone else. But before I do that, I'm going to get on the same page with you because I didn't always feel that way. Honestly, I thought God certainly must have had me mixed up with someone else. We've all heard God doesn't give you more than you can handle. And I guess that's true. And there's all sorts of dissection of that comment and that statement and putting it into biblical terms and scripture and all that kind of stuff. I'm not a Bible teacher by any stretch. But I believe what it really says is that he'll always give you a way out. And it says that my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. So, you know, this is where I started to think that God had me mixed up with someone else because Jamie was crashing hard. She'd already been shot once. She had this bullet stuck inside of her body And all of this crazy stuff she was doing and people she was involved with and the things that they were doing and went to jail and prison for and just the chaos wouldn't stop no matter how hard I tried. And then all these other things were crashing in my life at the same time. And yet all around me, my family, they all seemed to be doing well. Yes, everybody has a story, no question about it. But nobody was going through anything like this. And now that there are many years that have gone by since, I haven't heard that any of them went you know, through anything like this except for a younger brother whose daughter was in addiction. And you know what? She just had twins the other day. So she's doing really well. So I mean, just I was so confused about this. And there were times I will say there were moments when I would have these feelings and thoughts of. You know, feeling kind of like, wow, God must really trust me. This is kind of cool, actually. He thinks I can do this. This is really awesome. But they wouldn't last very long because the, you know, what would hit the fan again. And my heart was just so hurting and, you know, shattered into a million pieces. I felt like the biggest loser on the planet. And I started to think about that. God, you'll always give me a way out. I couldn't find a way out. Your grace is sufficient. Your favor is enough for me. I felt zero favor. And so, I mean, I pictured myself at the big social security office in the sky, walking up and going, Okay, hello, I'm at the counter there, right? Um, I'd like to give you my social security number because clearly somebody up there has me mixed up with someone who can do all this, who can handle all this, who has enough patience, who has enough courage who has what it takes, who has that magic thing to say to her daughter, who has some way to get her life back on track, who has the proper amount of grace to get through all this. Somebody that can handle all this weakness. So there I am at the social security office in the sky, laying down my numbers. And I could just picture, I pictured the lady behind the counter Tapping into her computer, and she's pulling up a script. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, surely she's gonna look at me and go, "I get it. I see the problem. You are right, Valerie. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry. How could this have happened? Those troubles belong to somebody else. We were supposed to give you an easier trip through life. We weren't supposed to give you all those troubles. Oh my gosh, I'm so very sorry." <laughs> I'm pretty sure if there were a big social security office in the sky, it wouldn't work quite like that. But that's how I wanted it to work. I was certain. But I'm pretty sure that God was not confused about any of this. He wasn't down, down. No, he's up there. He's down here too. He wasn't looking at me going, oh, oh no. Uh Uh-oh. I'm, I, I don't know. I didn't see that coming. I didn't know her daughter, Jamie, was going to do all that stuff. I didn't know that her friends were going to betray her and steal their savings. I didn't know that all these troubles were going to come upon her. I didn't know. Oh, gosh, I should have prepared her better. I should have given those troubles to somebody else. I mean, I just didn't think there was a way out. And I didn't believe that any amount of grace would be sufficient for me. But what I discovered was that it was all true. And I think what pushed me into that was the fact that nothing was changing. I mean, this thing didn't lift. No matter how many times I talked about the social security office, no matter how many times I tried to convince God, he got me mixed up. He didn't take anything away from me. Things got worse. Way, way, way more difficult. So, What I discovered is that it was my decision. I was going to have to decide. I was going to stay down or stand up and fight. Would I, I mean, mean, really, this was the crossroads. Would I believe I could find another way? Do you believe you can find another way? Maybe not another way to fix this thing, because that's what so many of us are doing. We're trying to fix everything. But find another way through this path. And using what's been handed to us. That stuff that we thought for sure belonged to somebody else. It belongs to you. Mine belongs to me. So, would I accept the free gift of grace? Would I accept that God would put the right people in my path, that the, the experiences that I had, I could build upon, that I could find peace? in a life that felt so much chaos that I couldn't seem to find a moment in peace, a moment of peace. Everybody has troubles. We know that. We all know. I was talking with this, a business associate just today, actually, and she shared with me about this trouble in her marriage. Big, big, big challenges with her husband has PTSD and, and just really struggles. With I had no idea. You would have no idea If you met her, she's always upbeat and positive. No idea this was going on. So she was talking about some big changes she was going to make in her life to just try to to take this marriage and and go build on it. And the, the, the point is that everybody has troubles. God saw her troubles coming too. He knows every single thing that's up ahead in the road. We don't, though. And that's the problem. <laughs> I've said this before. We need to have an email. I mean, really, come on, God. It would take you a half, a quarter, a whatever, of a, 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 of a millisecond to answer a quick email. God at heaven.com, right? We could write and say, I don't get this. I don't understand, blah, 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 blah. And you could just write back a quickie, you know, and say, here's the deal. But he doesn't seem to be on the super uh, information super freeway anytime soon. So we're left to figure all this out. But here's what's more important. We're not supposed to figure everything out. We want to know all the moves on the chessboard, don't we? I, I, I would really actually like just maybe one or two ahead it would be awesome. Faith is tough. And I know a lot of people walk around like faith is so easy. Maybe it is for them. I don't know. I mean, honestly, when I've talked to some people that on the outside look like they're just so filled with faith, and when they're honest with me, behind the curtain, you know, when they're willing to just really be real, they struggle too. But I think so many people who are spiritual teachers or just have that kind of leadership or even in their friend groups, they're afraid to be real about it. And so the rest of us are, are are struggling, going, wow, there's really something wrong with me. Why can't I have more faith? I think it is tough because we fight things. We don't have control and we don't understand what's going on a lot of the time. And you know what's interesting? I actually just took another trip recently through the Bible again, read it cover to cover and uh, you know, taken in as much as I possibly could. But I find it an interesting thing to do, by the way. Uh, if you can just commit to I would sit you know what I do usually is just do like 30 minutes a day in the morning first thing and you kind of get through and it helps if you have someone that's got a lot of explanation you know a study bible type um, type of bible but anyway the point is that it just kind of gives you so much perspective I think it's really cool to go in and, and really get into some part of it but when you do this you get so much more of a bird's eye view and an historical perspective that it's interesting so back to this thing about we don't understand My friend and I were talking the other day, and, you know, here's the bottom line. God doesn't ask us to understand. I I don't remember reading that anywhere. Nope. Faith? Yeah. Yep. He asks us to have faith. Belief? You betcha. To be strong and courageous? Yes and yes. That's in there a lot. You know, you know me. I'm the courage coach, so... Of course, I found that one a lot, but it is truly in there a lot. But he doesn't ask us to understand. I don't remember seeing that where it's, okay, listen, listen, listen. You just got to understand what I'm doing. No, no. And we've, we've probably all heard this too, where they say, you know, if you did know all the chess moves, we'd probably do something differently. We'd go another direction. And the thing is, because we don't know all the chess moves, we don't know, think about, okay, I've played chess three times in my life. So I'm just using this analogy because I think it's a good one, but I don't know a lot about it. What I do know though, is the really good chess players, they can see the board several moves ahead. So if I'm going to play against a really good chess player, it's very likely I'm going to lose because I don't know the move beyond. I mean, literally, this was me learning to play chess. And, and I'm, you know, a smart person, but I guess I just really wasn't into it. it was when I first met my husband, Rich. And I'm literally going, okay, wait a minute, this horse looking thing, does it go one up and two over? Or, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where they all go on the board because all the little pieces have different ways in which they move. I'm still back there. Never spend enough time to figure it all out to get past that. And so imagine me playing against somebody who's really good and, and Rich is a good chess player. And I, I there's no, I don't stand a chance because he could see so many more moves ahead. And I feel like that's kind of the way it is with God is that we want to do this over here, but we don't know all the moves and we don't want to trust that we've been given the right people crossing our paths, the right doors to open, the wrong doors to close. We're reluctant, right? We're reluctant because we don't know the next move and the next move and the next move and two moves up and three years up. We want that. You know, we have those inquiring minds. We want to know. Without that, we're left We feel like we're just twisting in the wind and we're confused and we're afraid to take a step forward. We're afraid to trust. Wow, is that really a door that God opened? I mean, sometimes it's not, sometimes it's a door we opened. The bottom line is we're never truly going to understand. But at some point, we got to have a little bit of faith in something, and even in ourselves, and to believe and to be strong and creative, strong and courageous. We can be creative too. And not have such a need to understand, but to know, to know if God doesn't have you mixed up with someone else, if the creator of the universe, the most powerful force in the world thinks you can do this, who are you to argue? Who are you to disagree? Who am I? So when I think back on those times where I literally thought this, I mean, this is has to be a mistake. I can't handle this and I'm not doing a good job of it. Now that I look back, I think, well, I had to go through all of it. I had to go through the difficulties, the challenge, the pressing me through. You know, I, I had to be refined in the fire. I had to do it that way. It was the only way to develop what I needed to develop to be on the path that I am now. But we resist that. We think, oh, I'm going through tough times, which means I can't handle it, and God has me mixed up with someone else. Anybody who's going through something new, anybody in any type of challenge, it is painful in the beginning and less painful as we continue on. But so many of us don't want to continue on We want to go back and argue with someone about this is not right. You know, we want to go to that social security office in the sky and get those records straightened out. If God is allowing you to stay in this situation, he must think you can handle it. And yes, a lot of the situations we find ourselves in do have to do with our choices. Sometimes God's going, you know, listen, I got to tell you, You could probably stop living in chaos. You could probably make a different choice here. You could do something different there. And then we could move on a little faster over here or a little differently. But we often don't. But even so, even so, even when we add fuel to that fire, even when we mess up and keep ourselves stuck longer in the junk, there's always enough grace. There's always another way. There's always a twist in the path. Again, God's not going, oh boy, uh-oh. Let me go back to the drawing board. Let me go to my diagrams, you know, because I had this one all figured out for um, Susie Q, you know, and it was supposed to go like this and, and then a turn here. And I, I, I figured she'd kind of mess up there, but then I thought we could go right here. And then, you know, over that little hump. Oh, but then this happened. Oh no, I'm gonna have to remap this whole thing. You know I'm being facetious, but sometimes we have to be a little uh, little lighthearted about some of this because it's a pretty serious topic. We aren't called to understand. We're called to have faith. We're called to believe. We're called to be strong and courageous. We are here to make a difference. And I wish it weren't so, but we get refined in the fire it is through these difficulties, it is through these challenges, it is through the tests and the trials that we become what we're supposed to be. When I think about patience, I would have never put patience and Valerie in the same sentence. Not a patient person. From a little girl. My brain always worked really quickly. Not saying I'm smarter than anybody else, just different. It just clicks differently. And I would be impatient when I was a little girl and and somebody couldn't figure out how to play Candyland or whatever it was. I didn't understand why they didn't get it. Patient in the grocery line, patient, impatient in the grocery line, impatient at the grocery store, impatient on the road. I still have to fight that, but we can all learn and grow. Let me tell you something. You may have read about or heard about my frantic quest for peace. That's how much i wanted peace well patience was something else that i really wanted so badly i wanted to stop being that stressed out person that had to have everything right now and you know i didn't you know move 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 get going i mean you know god could just give it to me but i would say that through my daughter's addiction through a lot of my struggles and challenges on my six decades on this planet. It's the pending murder trial that has probably tested my patience the most. And it is amazing because the old me would have been calling the DA's office every week, the detectives. I mean, I would have been that person. And it's interesting because I watch a lot of these 48 hours and Dateline shows and I see parents like that or these, these, um, legal processes that go on for years like ours has. And we, I, I see them and, and the detectives or the DA's office will say, Oh, the parents were always there. They were calling us every week. They were doing that. And I haven't done that. And sometimes I'll come away from it and go, Rich, you know, I was watching this show and and they said the parents were dogged and the moms mostly were always there, you know, calling and making sure we didn't forget. And when the cases were going cold and, and when things were going, taking so long in the trial or, or the trial prep process, which is where we are. And, uh-oh, did I mess up? Should I have been doing that? Should I start doing that? For me to step back and trust a process, is, it, it was not like me. That's when I know. God didn't have me mixed up with anyone else. He didn't, he didn't need somebody who was already patient to walk through this nearly seven-year process, six-and-a-half-year process now. He didn't need somebody else. He needed me because he knew that I could develop it. He didn't have me mixed up with someone else that was more patient. He knew I had it in me. And I want to say that to you, too. You have it in you. You have the ability. You have people who can guide you. You have mentors. If there's any way I can mentor you, I would love to mentor you in one of my Warriors and Hope empowerment programs, however it happens for you. He doesn't have you mixed up with someone else, someone else that has more than you have, someone else that hasn't gone through what you have. I'm almost reluctant to say you're right where you should be because where you are today might not be where you want to be. But it might be where you should be at this moment. It doesn't mean you can't move into a different situation. You can't move forward. You should. You should do everything you can to learn and grow from your experiences because your life is that important. Again, If the creator of the universe believes that you can do this, he put you in the position that you're in, has kept you there, allowed you to stay there, then you can do this. The question is, will you? Thanks for listening. I will see you next time. And in the meantime, if you want to jump into Warriors and Hope and get access to free resources and check out all of our other coaching and resources, Go to warriorsandhope.com. Whatever you're going through, know that you are not alone. I'm standing right there with you and alongside you as you stand up and learn how to fight, how to become a warrior in hope.